hour in Burrowhead. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high. Floating in the air. And it is good. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass, they lied. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. Hello, Chiefs Kingdom, and welcome back to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. It has been all go at one Arrowhead drive. Brett Veach, after letting one, two, three of his receiving core from last year leave. He's been stalking up the room. Ag- oh, balls, hang on. That may have been an introduction to a different podcast that we've not done yet. Um, <laughs> he has let three of his guys go from last year. He's just not done anything to fill their seats. Um, so we should talk about it. To help me do that, I have uh, Tomo, the running back analyst, Neri. Analyst, I'll take that. Thank you. Hello. And Neil, the GM Blair. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you doing? Uh, good, thanks. Good, thanks, mate. Yeah. So, um, it's been a couple of weeks since since we since since we chatted last, and I think that um, we're, we're we're pretty much at the vinegar strokes of the, <laughs> In the um, <laughs> of, of of free agency now. Yeah. Um, it's a it kind of does. I don't know how you guys feel. It's, it's a little bit like sort of nightclubs as a student days now and like <laughs> kind of just looking round it's really late at night and you're just kind of thinking shit what's left I'll who, take anyone home <laughs> yeah who who do we see that's still anyway Zodal uh... Beckham the one that was fit <laughs> four years ago and he's now no longer that attractive <laughs> and DeAndre Hopkins is like kind of attractive but but kind of a little bit pricey to take out. Yeah, re- really. Like, yeah, lives lives <laughs> lives taste. Or, yeah. or lives lives in a taxi, a yeah. really long taxi ride away, and you're like, yeah. do I want to pay for that in the morning? Yeah. Or do I not? And, and I don't want to bring it back to mine. <laughs> yeah. So that's so, so that's that's the discussion that Brett Beach is having, right? He's, um, yeah. I mean, that's what's happened, really. Uh, Michael Hardman's gone. Juju Smith Schuster's gone. Justin Watson has well, I guess he's got into fit yeah. The first the first two on those on those have been snapped up for not a lot of money. Um so I mean I guess the Chiefs if they wanted to keep them could have done so. Chose not to. Um What's the plan, take. guys? What's the what's the, what's the plan? I've got a hot take. Mm. The only player I'm disappointed we've lost as the running back analyst is Jet McKinnon. Well, he hasn't signed anywhere yet, has he? Yeah. Can he come back, like, ASAP, please? Because he was a better blocker than, I, than OBJ left tackle. Well, I think um, when we lost... when we lost, I say when we lost Brian, when Brown left to go to the Bengals, I think I quite facetiously put on Twitter Took a, a video of Jet McKinnon blocking. I'm pretty sure it's a Bengal when he blocks him twice basically into the next postcode. Yeah. Like... Is that why Brown's taking a lesser deal? Like, has he just left it on the table so they can bring, so they can bring McKinnon along to give him left tackle money? Yeah. The, the, I saw a lot of talk today about the Bengals are trying to sign Zeke Elliott, and someone was one of a Bengals fan was going, if we if we trade Mixon and sign Zeke, and then all the other Bengals fans are there going, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and Dallas fans are going, Zeke's washed, man. He is absolutely don't go near him. Uh, he would be a severe downgrade on Mixon. This lad was sticking to his guns. Go, ah, no, no, no. I think this would be a good move for us. Ah, you work away there, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want Zeke. <laughs> I don't think there's any danger of him coming either. No, I don't either. Doesn't, um, doesn't... As far as the wide receivers go, like, I know when we last talked, Tomo, we were kind of like Juju, mm-hmm. knee injury and a couple of concussions... I would have liked him back, kind of, but I could, bothered, I could happily understand why they wouldn't want to bring him back. Um, I'd taken him on one year. I didn't like the idea of three. Yeah, I yeah. combined like the the injuries were definitely a concern. Mm-hmm. McCall Hardman, I, I, I've it, always been mate. a a supporter of McCall. Let's say. 
Like, he has a skill set you can use as a phrase I use over and over again. Aaron Rodgers is going to shoot him into the sun. <laughs> but he's just going to run jet sweeps to them because that's pretty much all he did for us. <laughs> not according to him, he's not. Well, I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't see Aaron Rodgers and him hanging out out, no. of, out of the facility very often. He said, he tweeted, oh, I come in behind Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins and, DeMarc- and uh, D-Rob. And how do you expect me to be a number one wide receiver? I was like, yeah, and you left behind Juju, Kadarius Tony, and Marcus <laughs> Valdez Scantling three years later, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> twat. <laughs> what a twat. Like, I, I didn't hate McCartney. I was kind of slightly sad to see him go, but it's it's not like he's irreplaceable. Although, as long he's... as you don't. As long as they don't keep giving Sky more the bloody jet sweeps. McCohabin's one of these guys that is lucky that he... This isn't necessarily McCohabin dig, but he's lucky he played for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's not sticking up another four-touchdown game in that same way. And even then, they were all all jet sweeps, weren't they? Yeah, three of them were, yeah. Yeah, Three jet sweeps, yeah. He's not not doing that. Uh, Andy made the most of McCall's talents. Yeah. And I'd say, fair play to him. I'd say he went and earned his bag, but I'm not, I'm not sure he actually got very much money. Six mil, I think. But really, not a real six million, is it? It's only about one No, and a half it's like, it, yeah, it's like two and a half guaranteed, yeah. I think, I mean, and then when, a bunch of incentives. When you see the money, clearly we didn't, and we, we didn't make him an offer, so we didn't, no. you know, we didn't fancy him staying. I think the, 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 the consensus when we brought, um, Kadarius Tonian was that that was kind of the the nailing McCall Harris coffin and perhaps it's, it's, it's proved that way. I think I, th- I mean I'm 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 more than happy with Kadarius Tony. I think I think if you get oh. eight games of Tony, then that's probably better than I'm 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 okay with that. The yeah. the compensation's already worth it, but I mean just going back to what you were saying about McCall with Andy Reid. I mean Kadarius Tony's coming for half a season. He scored two touchdowns and both touchdowns. There was no one on his side of the field. So to say to say like it's not a reach to suggest that Andy schemed McCall into the positions that he succeeded in and he put him in other positions to succeed and was a detriment. So I mean to be honest I'm You're glad really I holding have... that one cat or oh, one drop pass in the Super Bowl against him, aren't you? He didn't the drop one that pass hit him on, back. No, no. The one that hit him on the helmet. Oh no, I'm on about I'm about the corner route he ran <clears throat> in the first Super Bowl and then just ignored the ball. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about as well. Yeah, that's exactly the ball. So yeah, I I actively dislike him. I'm glad he's not on the team anymore. (laughs) That's that. So so what do we do next? Because I I know that um, Neil, you're definitely not an an Odell Beckham fan. Oh, you're not. You're not a fan of of Adam Odell Beckham, and you're not necessarily a fan of Adam DeAndre Hopkins either. No. Like. I'm not a fan of adding 30-plus-year-olds injured uh, or suspended for, um, what was it, Um, performance-enhancing substances. Um, That's a good thing, mate, if you can get away with it. (laughs) Yeah, but he didn't get away with it. Um, Yeah, but look at the games, he did get away with it. Yeah, but I'm just (laughs) not a huge fan of that. And in Hopkins' case... I'm not a fan of giving up second round picks and paying 17 million for for that and in Odell's case hey if if he'd come for four I, I wouldn't hate the idea um but I wouldn't be offering him a great deal more than that like he's you know missed an entire season with a torn ACL and he's what 31 something like that mm. like that's that's not a recipe for um Kind of a successful comeback usually, so, yeah. so we're going to end up with a discussion, aren't we? So, yeah. <laughs> well, t- here's my—I tell you my theory, right? It's one of two things: either Brett Veach is on some absolute mad, like, like he's doing some sort of mental PhD and it's a thought experiment. Where it's like, just what could we strip away from Mahomes <laughs> to, to get there, or? He's actually really pissed off at Mahomes and the whole Mahomes digs him out of all the holes kind of thing. And he's like, I'll right. show you. Yeah, well, he's like, no, exactly. He's like, I'll show you. Right. 
first year, we're taking away your all-pro Olympic fast, um, Olympic fast uh, wide receiver, and we're going to replace him with, uh, let's just say some sort of Giants reject that can never stay fit, and then, ah, uh, do you know what? We'll add in a rookie, but not just any rookie, a rookie that we're going to mentally and emotionally break by continually putting him on punt returns, <laughs> even though it's not within his skill set. Year two. Fine, we're going to give you back one of the um, the top college prospects in Justin Ross. That's okay, but only after he's had a surgery to fuse his to physically fuse his neck into one place, so that he's so fragile he can't even get through training camp. Then we're not going to pay the most the, the reliable wide receiver that you had. We're going to let him go to the Patriots for peanuts. Your second fastest receiver, love him or loathe him, he's going to, and oh, that's not enough. We're going to take away your Pro Bowl left tackle and replace him Does with the right with a right tackle and then not replace the right tackle, who we also let go, but with our best wishes. I'm sneaky kind of okay with them replacing John Taylor for, for, for OBJ anyway, but I, I get I get I get the rest of it. <laughs> but and then the, he's the like, third, and then he's like, the th- go on. And speaking of all these things, when you talk about um, Mahomes <clears throat> digging me out as a GM or whatever, remember that one time Mahomes did play GM and drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Well, you mm. know what? We are keeping him. <laughs> 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 I mean that's that right. That's facetious, but but it's but it's a summary of what they've done. Well, exactly right, and it's not. Um, How are the Chiefs still favourites to win the Super Bowl next year? <laughs> well, this is the like. I guess like, what are they doing? Is it the case? Is is the sensible take from from that stupid point that they realise that you need an O line, and we've shown like with Trent Williams and the offers we made to Orlando Brown, like we're okay, we're happy to pay an O-line, we know we need to give Chris Jones an absolute bucket mm-hmm. and we've got guys like Sneed, Bolton, Humphrey, Trey Smith, you know, guys coming up that are going to need paid and so they're like, do you know what, Patrick Mahomes is actually genuinely that good that he can, you know, give him lemons and he'll just make the best lemonade anybody's ever drank in their whole life. Yes. So he's like, well, we'll just... We'll, Basically, we'll get away with guys that are just good enough and let Mahomes and Reed do the rest. Is is that yeah. is that the path we're yes. going down? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I I think it's hard to to make any other argument than that. Like, if you give if you get a good offensive line and you give Mahomes time and you keep him upright, you know, he he doesn't need world beaters. And and if he does have to scramble and it becomes a scramble drill. Well, firstly, he's got a fairly handy set of legs and he's quicker than a lot of defenders kind of take him for. Or, you know, just run around until someone gets open and then throw it left-handed with your eyes closed kind of shit. Uh, and you'll still get a first down out of it. You know, he he is that good that he can elevate average players. Um, the, the third option Beach could have, which you talked about in a WhatsApp group the other week, Duncan, was... Like a left field trade for someone who we haven't thought of, um, and I was kind of looking at the who's going to be a free agent next year on teams um, that have shit cap positions, um, and, and you end up kind of going Brandon Ayuk. I've seen mentioned this week. Okay, yeah, he's twenty six years old. He's free agent next year. He he wouldn't be a horrendous shout. I think that's people looking at that though because Nate did it on, on times as he basically went through receivers that could be available in a year's time and then all yeah. of a sudden after that podcast it was on Twitter that the Chiefs could be looking at IU so I, I don't but know it's a sound it's a sound tactic because yeah. like if the 49ers say, say let's talk IU for example but say the 49ers aren't going to be paying him a 10-15 million a year extension whatever it is he happens to want well then offer them something now for him he's a proven commodity you know what he is you've seen him play in the league so it's not like a draft pick where yeah they've got skills but how's that 
going to translate to the NFL. Like someone like Ayuk, someone who's coming to the end of their rookie contract, you know what they're going to be mm. or what they are in the league at the moment, and you can kind of make a good judgment of, you know, is that something we can make use of? Uh, Hollywood Brown's one that kind of stood out to me as well. Like he's with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to be trash this year, and he's a free agent next year. Chuck him a fourth rounder. See what they say. Mm. You know, he's due two point nine million this season. Didn't they just trade for him in the last draft in the first round in a deal for? Yeah, they did, and then um, Kyler Murray blew his ACL, and that's well, they were crap anyway. But that's, a hard trade that, that's get, this season that. gone as well. Yeah, I think it's interesting, right? Because just just going back to something that you said about um, Carl Aftis before we even came on the podcast, you were saying they they were pretty confident, right, that Carl Aftis was going to drop to where they were in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's pretty common. I, they they seem pretty confident, and it happened. Whatever. <clears throat> right, so I I was thinking about it like just timing wise, it seemed like Juju was coming back. It was like Juju's coming back. We want to bring Juju back. Da 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 da. Then the combine happened where everyone was there and loads. Like, Try talking shit happens just before free agency and then all of a sudden it goes quiet and Juju goes to the Patriots it's like okay that's strange because it sounded like he was coming back and the money's not that bad so why did he not come back because it didn't really add up but then I just wonder whether they know that uh, a wide receiver is going to fall to them in the draft in the same situation a guy that they like for example um, I mean we've talked about guys that, that could be there in the second round maybe they have a higher grade Blah 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 blah, because he has tried. Like Veach has, in a weird way, been quite aggressive with wide receiver. You know, since he's been it, at KC, because I'm pretty sure did he pay Sammy Watkins to a big deal? Oh, stupid money, yeah. Yeah, um, so he signed Sammy Watkins to a big deal, right? Then he traded up for McCall, right? Yep. Then he tried to pay Tyreek Hill big money. Then. Yep. Last year, didn't he? It's pretty common knowledge. He tried to trade. He tried to trade for AJ Brown. Yep. Then he traded up. <clears throat> he traded back and up for Sky Moore, right? Yep. So he is very, he's very active in the wide receiver market. So it just makes me wonder whether he thinks someone's going to be available in the draft, or like that's a conversation. Like you said, maybe uh, we want to see what happens, but if. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and maybe Hollywood Brown will be a, maybe that's a conversation they've had like, like with someone it, else you know I, I, I was chatting with Neil um, on text earlier about this like, stuff that I was going to ask him in the, in the GM role and I was like D- in all you've said there does it have to be a wide receiver is there a case that, that with Mahomes with Reed, mm-hmm. just galaxy brain it slightly and just thinking about it more in a, in a holistic view I don't like, it doesn't matter if he's a, if the if the pigeonhole is a wide receiver or a tight end, just someone that can cast catch passes. Yeah. Like does does it does it matter? Like I do. You... I I don't think it does. No. No. Um, like like we hear about like this is some sort of like ridiculous draft for tight end where you know like number two, three, four, whatever in the draft you know is is kind of is you know rivals Kyle Pitts you know. Like, they're talking about stupid numbers going in, in the first round. Is that what they believe? Do they, do, where, where do they... Sorry, I just picked up on that. Where do they think Kyle Pitts would be drafted? Just for perspective, because when Kyle Pitts came out, he was, like, worldly. So where do, do they still think Kyle Pitts would have been the top prospect in this draft, or do they not? They think there's people better than him in this draft? Because obviously I don't fucking know about what... Do you know, it's, 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 I think it's really tough now, because Kyle Pitts has, hasn't had a quarterback since he... Yeah, since he no. since he came out, so it's really tough, like to to say the like. I mean, who's heard of him practically since he yeah. got drafted? It's really tough He's to. I think nothing, it's really yeah. tough to tough to compare. Um, honestly, don't know, mate. Um, I'm not yeah. going to pretend to know just, where sort of Pitts Pitt com- compares to um, Kincaid or <clears throat> Washington or any of these other guys. But you know, is is there a case that perhaps you go? Well, it doesn't matter if he's a wide receiver or not, because Kelsey's a tight end by name only, really. You know, you just get someone that can, you know, that that can catch passes. You know, I, I you could get a lot of what Juju Smith-Schuster did from a quote-unquote tight end. I'll play devil's advocate slightly because I think the Chiefs have got a lot of players that win in the same area of the field. Like, Kadarius Tony, you'd imagine, is going to be a kind of 
jet sweep guy and hopefully he's a lot more than that which I think he can be um, but predominantly I'd imagine he's an inside guy uh, he did have an awesome kind of contested catch so I guess that's there Sky Moore's definitely kind of slot only Kelsey's going to be where Kelsey is I just I think the Chiefs need an outside guy and that's why that's why I'm clamouring for one of these these bigger dudes that can win at the catch point because like I watched the AFC Championship game again and the amount of times that Burrow just chucked it up to his guys and they're godly I don't expect us to get a god like that but you watch any NFL game and, and just one or two times a game the quarterback gets gets like bailed out by his wide receiver I just don't know how many times wide receivers bail out Mahomes in, in that sense like he has to bail everybody else out I'd just like him to have another button to press that's not Kelsey like we so we spoke just before we hit record about you know like the, the, the fan view and then the kind of more sensible like GM type view right and we all totally agree that like the fan in us we don't want to see like we get that we get that drafting a tackle on day one makes sense right but you can't really get excited about it drafting like you say one of these guys that can get downfield take a catch 12 feet in the air you know that's the sort of stuff you get really excited about but we all know that Andy Reid first year receivers you know they they, they just oh, don't right. get their shout like it is is taking a wide receiver in the first round I I don't think it's it's not a waste as such because you you know you still get potentially four years of full production out of his rookie contract if even if he does kind of broadly redshirt the first year. Um, it, it, I, I'm in two minds as to whether or not I'm I kind of want us to go wide receiver in the first round purely because it feels out. As well. Yeah, 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 and it feels out with Andy Reid's character to mm. you know to get him involved straight away. If you draft I, I a think... wide receiver in Kansas City in the first round, people are going to want to see him. I know. I, I, I think on this one, like, you want your first round pick to be a day one starter. And if you go wide receiver or tight end, I don't see them being a day one starter, whereas I do see a tackle being a day one starter. Oh, I ain't watching this fucking draft if we I, I know, but that, that's just... Kind of, putting the sensible GM hat on and not the fan hat on. Yeah, I get it. I know, I know you don't, because you want the fan thing, but from the reality check of the team's point of view, like, to me, tackle, edge, defensive tackle, if you can, but you're going to have limited-ish options mm. at the end of the first... Like they're the I three get places this where tackle thing. If I'm honest, can someone explain this defense tackle to me? Because as Derek Nadi won two Super Bowls, it can't he can't be that bad. But you want a pass rush from defensive tackle, I think, is what you want, and that's Chris not Jones. Derek Nadi's game. Yeah, but you want someone else. You can't oh, yeah. just have Chris Jones. Well, I think that I think <laughs> I think if you said to me that day one we start Carlaftis, Jones, Nadi, and Omenihu. As our as our starting D line day one, I'm okay with that. See, I think a minute who's going to play inside, he'll play next to Jones, There's and then choice. they'll have say early downs. Mike Dana mm. plays end, and then you can kind of just like vary them on the passing downs and just hey, Chris Jones wants to play it wide. Great. See, well, and, and in that regard, I'm so I'm I'm okay with starting like four from that five or six. Kind of guys that you that you've named there, I think I think that's all right. That's okay. Like, I don't, I don't think we need to take a defensive lineman. And, and round. this is what Veach has done so well in the past, and he's done well again this free agency. Like, he's not, he doesn't do the flashy stuff. As before we started talking, in fact, while you were, while your internet was down and you were coming back into it, myself and Tom were talking, but. Veach uses free agency to raise the floor of the team for me. So, like, he fills in with competent players. They may not be flashy, they may not be superstars, but they're decent starters. And then hopefully use a draft to kind of draft your superstars and take a few swings at those. But, like, the guys he's brought, he's brought back Nardi. Nardi's all right. But Amena, who 
he looks like he's got real potential, but he hasn't done a huge amount yet. Uh, Edwards, a safety, again, like he he's bringing in a third safety who's going to give you competent play. You know, he he's just filling in holes, and then he makes one big splash in Juan Taylor. Um, he's just he's raising the floor of the team so like you're going to be fine and then Andy and Patrick can take you beyond fine so, so this, is, this is where Tomo and I I think are, are pretty much aligned right the last draft was was amazing we got whatever it was six, seven, eight, mm. if not starters you know heavy mm-hmm. contributors but take away so even look back the last three years say like how many okay, how, even Pro Bowl players. How many Pro Bowl players have we drafted? Mm-hmm. Humphrey. Yep. Cur- um, McDuffie. 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 Well, but he. I mean, even like think of their ceiling, right? How many guys have the potential to get to the Pro Bowl, right? I'm going to say Humphrey, McDuffie, maybe McDuffie Snead. probably could get that far. Seed might get that far. Maybe Bolton, right? We've got a load of guys who are well above average. We topped up the roster incredibly last year. Like you say, we've raised the floor really high in free agency again. So I, I think that, I think this is our chance to take a swing. I'm totally with Tom, like, like t- take a guy who can take the top off, mm. give him a playmaker. And I, you know, whether that's a defensive end or a, you know, I would, I'd go by receiver as well. You know, get me someone that can really make a difference. And, you know, has, it's even boomer bust potential. Like I, I think this is the year that we we've, we've got free reign to do that because like the, the bottom of our roster is 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 really quite good. We've got a uh, lot of average to above average players, much more than a lot of the rest of the a lot of the rest of the teams that we're competing with. I think the problem with that is that you're gonna have to really aggressively trade up in the first round if you want to get that playmaker. Like you're gonna need to be in the fifteen range somewhere around there to to get that guy so i'd say a quinton johnson mm-hmm. someone like that and this is where i'm torn because um we're really good at finding as i've just spoken about like <clears throat> above average players in the second and third and fourth rounds mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. in some ways i'm loath to Why? burn too many of them but Tom Tomo did say the other day in the WhatsApp group that Brett Veach day one is less than Brett Veach day two is less than Brett Veach day three or something like yeah, that. And I I one hundred percent I one hundred percent agreed with that. But then I think that's a bit skewed because he he has more picks, but but he seems to fucking smash them. And then our first day one picks never seem to. I, I, we talked about it before, right? Like Dorsey just took high ceiling players and he had boom or bust guys whereas Veach takes really high floor guys and that's that's great but I just what concerns me is the last time the Chiefs had like a problem was the O-line in the in, in the Super Bowl and they aggressively corrected it right they had injuries they were like okay we're too we're too thin here this can't happen again they aggressively corrected it great so what like what scares me is you got to the AFC Championship game and we nearly had a whole season ruined because all of our guys went down. McCall was down. Kadarius was down. Uh, Juju went down. You ended up having Marcus Kemp catching passes. <laughs> like, So what I don't understand is you lose Juju Smith-Schuster. You lose Watson. You lose McCall Hardman. You keep Kadarius Tony, who I love, by the way, but can't stay healthy for more than like three games. And you're expecting us to not have that problem again? I, ta- so you ta- I, I, there has to be a solution because, say, Kadarius Tony's hamstring goes week one. Who is playing wide receiver? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't even think they need one guy. I think they need like three. Like, not I'm not expecting like elite people, but they need they need people who you know low level guys like like a Watson, and then you need kind of. Almost a vet because Andy don't want to play rookies, yeah. and a rookie, and that's where Beckham and Hopkins come in. Yeah, but it's like, do I want to sign myself? Because you've essentially got to extend Hopkins, right? Because otherwise his cap it is is horrible. So you've got seventeen million. Or something. So you've basically got to have Hopkins for three years at thirty, <laughs> or you've got to get Odell who checks notes. Let Let me just check his stats for last year. Oh, there aren't any, like. 
but it's <laughs> it's it's like it's scary to me. So <laughs> I'm really scared. What's stopping us doing that? Like, what? I, I guess. Like, and I don't dis- I don't dispute the in which we trust stuff, right? Because he's 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 built that up, you know, over over a few few years. Like, he's 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 earned the right to do his thing. Mm. But what's stopping them? Adney's guys, like we, why did we only do a portion of Mahomes' contract? Why haven't? What? Where's the Chris Jones contract? Oh, I do have. Because these are the things the that these are the things that would help us to get these names in. To to fluff out the roster. Yeah, I, d- I do have a theory on the on the Chris Jones thing. I know it's a total different subject. I've I've said this before. I actually think Chris Jones' deal's done. I, th- I think the things he tweeted out about being a chief for life and stuff, I think that was, I think that deal's done and I think they're keeping it quiet so it looks like we haven't got any cap space for kind of leverage in, spe- like that was a few weeks ago when the trade talks were really kind of hot and heavy and they seem to have cooled off now and that was around the time the Chris Jones bit, I've, I think they might have done it but they haven't announced it mm-hmm. until, that's just a theory but that's just a personal thing it wouldn't surprise me if they trade for a guy and then announce Chris Jones has been extended yeah, shortly after but... I think we're publicly about five and a half million under the cap and I don't know if that's you know some of the websites will run like effective cap space which kind of yeah, you know different. assumes the rookie class and whatever so I don't know where we are on, uh, on I think that's... with the rookie with the rookie class we're about a mil over I think right. And so we're, the we're rookie, cla- rookie class is going to be six, seven million, yeah. something like that. And, and, and remind me, we're at the point in the season now where you have to be under and stay under now, right? Yeah. Or is, is that is that point past? Um, there was a point where we had to be under, yeah. Yeah. So like, like, is is the point that like we're not adding these guys because we can't add these guys? And like, say, is that because we're just hiding a light under a bushel for the minute and you know with the Chris Jones contract or you know is is, is, there, is there another thing that we're not speaking about that we need to be that we need to be concerned about no I mean there's, there's easy ways of creating the cap space they could do that in a heartbeat like there's Joe Tooney's got like 15 million in salary you could convert to a bonus there's Kelsey, you could do an extension. Chris Jones, you can do an extension like that. They could create cap space really easily if they need to, but mm. I think they're just not. They they clearly don't have a deal in place with Hopkins or with Odell. Um, I know when I talked to Charles the other week about Hopkins, he was like, "Why would they pay him big money when they wouldn't pay Tyreek Hill big money?" You know, it it didn't make sense. And to give up draft capital to do that as well, um, like it. Hopkins has a draft day deal written all over him, right? Yeah, he. he I mean, you you asked this morning about is there any kind of anything that changes uh, our board for our live mock, and the answer is yeah, trade for someone like Hopkins, because then you go okay, well, tick off that first round wide receiver you don't need him then. so if you bring if you if you bring Duke Hopkins in for say it's a third right we're not going to give the second say, say it's your third no. yeah um, are you does that stop you taking a wide receiver in round one or yes. if the right guy falls do you still take him um, it depends who else is there it, it certainly I think it knocks the need slightly down in that you could take a, a flyer on the, the physical specimen in the fourth round um, who you think you can coach up, you know, where, where you can't coach elite size and elite speed, you can coach route running such. So maybe you've got, you know, you've got like two years of Hopkins where you've got that cushion to say, right, you know, we'll we'll take the physical specimen in the fourth and we'll coach him up and... Um, Hopefully, in two years' time, he can come in and kind of replace Hopkins as and when he retires. But um, you do, you would you still need to look at who's on the board in the first round, and mm. if Quentin Johnson falls to thirty-one or thirty-two, thirty-two, isn't it? Yeah, thirty-two. Um, there's no Miami pick. Sorry, yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that just confuses things for a start. Yeah. I know it does. Yeah, it does. Just... But that's good news because if four or five quarterbacks go, that actually means you're picking like the. Like 24th outfield, yeah, the 24th best player. real player, yeah. 
Yeah. Which is a good thing. I, I don't like the Hopkins thing. I don't like the Odell, but Odell, oh, blah, 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 the Odell thing. Um, but the only reason I'm kind of Odell over Hopkins is because you're not trading anything for him. And, I, I don't, and he's cheaper. And, and he's yeah. cheaper. I, it's it's the you're gonna have to extend Hopkins. I, what's so, mm. what's DeAndre Hopkins gonna look like in three years time? Because he's still Old. gonna be getting yeah. paid in three years time, and I think yeah. that's probably what's putting yeah. the Chiefs off. I that's, just yeah, it's very unvitian to, yeah. to extend a guy yes. or whatever. Even though I think yes. that he's he's by far better than probably any player that we could. Any he's, he's by far better right now than any player that we can probably draft. Yeah, and I think Beckham yes. as well. The, the the problem I've got with Beckham, I would I would. I would take Odell Beckham. I said last year I would take him. You know, um, I think that he's likely to be. If he comes to us, he's likely to be cheap enough that it doesn't really matter. I was saying this to to Aitken, who was who was on the kind of set up with us in the pub, and he's he's a he's very much a no to Odell in the no to Odell camp, and I'm like, do you know, what? I, if signing Odell Beckham doesn't prevent you from doing anything else if that's your last four million or whatever it is on the on the cap and it's like it doesn't prevent you from doing anything else do it there's absolutely no reason not to do it yeah but i think if, if he's the guy that we want we need to get that deal done sooner rather than later because inevitably one team's going to miss in the draft panic and pay him twice what we offer him you know guarantee his deal you want to get that done get before the draft so you know that's another need kind of checked off the list where you go okay now we don't it's another position where you don't have to force yourself to pick a player ahead of where you really where you're finding value for it you know you don't you don't have to go wide receiver in the first round if you don't want to if one's there great yeah maybe you do want to go with it yeah. but you don't you don't have to trade up and lose that yeah. third round pick to go and get him um just because you haven't got someone else in the building and you need somebody in the building I guess my, my reservation on Take Odell at the minute is that he was really good last time he played with, with the Rams mm. but he was really good in a very very strongly de defined secondary role mm. because they've got Cooper Cup like we don't have I mean we've got Travis Kelsey I guess but we don't have that sort of workhorse wide receiver one that takes a lot of Co pressure off Co of him Cooper Cup, that was, you just reminded me of something. That was someone who Charles mentioned that the Chiefs could go after. Go talk to right. the, he said, go talk to the Rams, see what they want for Cooper Cup. I'm going to go on mute for a minute because I just, I'm maybe too, I just <laughs> right, yeah. a minute to myself. Oh, I mean, he was, he was my, he was my MVP a couple of years ago. Uh, he was, he was wonderful the year that the Rams won yeah. the Super Bowl and unplayable for a lot of it <clears throat> like, and, like can you imagine him with Mahomes oh. <laughs> just oh, incredible I mean, that's, that's, <sighs> but this is the thing we don't know like these these talks could be happening like you'd like to think he's got a plan like and uh, it could be it could be anybody like you know who is the apple of Veach's eye as they say you know because there has to be someone is the way I look at it like yeah. Odell is he even is he even a culture fit in Kansas City? My, he doesn't feel Cooper like Cup's one. Cooper Cup's thirty. Yeah, but he has a like he has a lot to show for the last couple yeah. of years compared he's, to. I, I, he's, he's not he's not Odell Beckham thirty. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, I, I don't think he's got as many. Mm. Don't think he's got the miles on the clock that that other players do. I mean. How much does the does the does the first round pick it and the home draft? I think that's staying. I think they're picking in this draft yeah. in the first round. Personally, I mean, I think I think if you're not if if you're not <clears throat> if you're not picking a player, if you get to thirty one, you're not picking a player. You you, you need to, to make someone like Cooper. I'm not saying we're going to get Cooper Cup, but it needs to be that level of announcement. I think you know you need you need to have a you need to bring in like a genuine holy shit player. Mm for that if you don't make the pick can you imagine waiting whatever it is three four hours 4am and you don't yeah, can fucking you, pick anyone but can you but can you imagine like, the, the the pressure on them to to come out and do something that day is like i know there's been a lot of people it's like you know is brett Feech really going to let a home draft you know get away from doing the right thing and i don't i, th I think you can i think you can have both I think we can do the right thing and still 
satisfy the fans and whatever on in, in a home draft. Whether that means waiting to thirty one to pick or not, I don't, I don't know. But I think you'll you'll definitely see us add someone on day one, the one rather thing, than more picks. The one thing I'm major against is ever using. You know the Chiefs kept doing that thing where they like trade their first round pick and then pay a guy. I don't think that's ever worked out for us that well. Like as well the as Frank they, Clark. As, I don't think it worked out as well as they Odell hoped. Beckham. Frank Clark worked out well. Frank Clark well, so won two Super Bowls. Yeah, no, 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 it worked out well, but I think they expected it to go better than yeah. it did in terms of output. Yeah. Fra- Frank Clark's so conflicting because it's it like it's an it, it's an objectively bad contract that they've given him. Yeah. But also, but simultaneously worth every penny. Yes. Right. It's it's it's, yeah. it's really bizarre. Um, it, it's a, it's 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 probably one of the most. It's probably one of the stranger contracts that the Chiefs have given out, if not, you know, across the league. That you're like everyone goes, this is shit. It's holding you back. And you went, yeah. Look at his stats in the playoffs, though, man. It's like <laughs> you can't I, I like really, they're, they're worth they're worth every penny. It's, I think bringing him back solves a lot of problems as well with what they've done with the D line. I think if you can bring him back cheap. Because no one's signed him. No. Like, if you bring him mm. back, that gives you, like, a very, very kind of good setup there. And then and then you can go and address other needs as well. I just I, yeah. I just hope that they don't if you use... bring him, If you bring him on the Carlos Dunlap, Melvin yeah. Ingram kind of deal, um, then I, I would be yeah. very happy. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't be surprised really at all if... I wouldn't be surprised if him, maybe Dunlap, Watson... Um, who's like a McKinnon as well mm. wouldn't surprise mm. me if they just said to them listen go out speak to who you want do what you want get as much money as you can get as long a deal as you can after the draft come back if you, yeah, if you, we're here if for you, you. yeah if you still if, you're st- if you still need a job in July come and sit down and we'll chat yeah. yeah you know you don't you don't have to go to any of the optional stuff you know don't don't worry about any of that just if you still need a job in July come back and we'll have a conversation because I think that the, all, all those guys have, have probably earned the right to to go and earn some money in a longer contract elsewhere, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure they've all got the trust. I me. Mean, you see, Andy Reid loves Frank Clark and like seriously loves him, and I'm pretty sure Frank Clark seriously loves him back as well. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if 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 Clark doesn't get the money that he's he... not been signed by now, if he, if I just is his money going to affect the. Is, is his money going to affect the comp picks thing? Is it, you see one of these guys a little bit remember Matt Tyler Matthew last year Saints signed him after the comp pick deadline is he going to be on a, on a deal big enough that a team might just hold off? Possibly mm. I, I think I, if you I, want him you pay him right I don't Well I don't think you're going to pay Frank Clark that much to That's be what honest. I mean like, so why would we not just bring him back for the sake of you know, well, we're already paying him like seven million not to be on the bloody roster anyway. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well bring him back and just say, "Well, you got your seven million to crack on." <laughs> Play for free. You'd still, have, you'd still have to pay him more than that. But, but yes. I wonder if it's again a case where they they, they want to wait to see if they get the guy in the draft. Yeah. If, you know, if it's a first round guy in the draft, then you probably think actually we don't. Frank Clark's not. You know. It's going to take snaps away from him, and we don't want to do that. Mm. Otherwise, you think, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I would have Frank Clark back. He's I know a good that mentor he's... as well. I, I, don't know. I, I, I just find it. I'm not, I'm not going to divert the conversation back ten minutes, but I just, I, I find this all really hard to look past the wide receiver thing because I just, I feel like it's the one like glaring, glaring hole that that is just missing, and it's, it's like I feel like they've got options to do everything else, like. You've got an option to bring back like Frank Clark and all these things. Like these are all options on the table, but that's the one thing that I, I don't see a resolution to. But I, do you know, I think that a lot of the moves that they've made outside of wide receiver kind of back that up. That they're yeah. just adding these like sort of foundation-based pieces, like bringing Nadi back, um, Tranquil, you know, sort of linebacker. He's just like adding talent where it's available at a really cheap price as well but, you know mm. none of none of these moves stop you doing something at wide receiver whether that's doing a trade you know f- for someone splashy yeah otherwise they're plugging other holes that you may need and they're kind of saving that those sort of premium draft picks 
you know, to go out and get the, you know, the, the, the wide receiver if you want in the top 50 picks, whatever, I don't know. We have such like a, it's such like a really mid-wide receiver. <laughs> like someone released like the top, I don't know, is it 20 or 30 wide receivers in the NFL? And it's just, what this, it's bizarre for them not to be, I mean, it's hard because I, I think we always forget that we have Kelsey almost and he's like a number one weapon beyond all number one weapons. But it's it's hard to look at a wide receiver room that feels so bare. But like Juju last year, he was slightly above average and he had 990 something yards in the regular season. Yeah. But then he like got they, injured in they the don't need... championship game and our season nearly ended. Yeah, but they don't need... A superstar. I mean, it'd be nice to have one. They need one, some reliability but... there, big time. Yeah, they do. That's what they need. Yeah. yeah. High, f- like you said, high floor players. Yeah. You know. That's the thing. It's, it's just. It's They've just, still got Cornell Powell stashed there, don't It's just major unresolved. They've also got that Ross, the other Ross, not Justin Ross. John, got John Ross. John, John Ross, Ross as well. Yeah. He's supposed to be mad quick. Doesn't he have a major, major quick forty time? But he's yeah. done absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, four thirty-two. Nothing to yeah, suggest yeah. he can catch a ball. <laughs> no, he and uh, not I'm, I don't know anything about him, but he appears to be a guy that earned millions from his draft pick and probably thought that's enough for me. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah there's no reason to expect he's going to do anything. No, there? but I, I mean Justin. Well, they mentioned his name. Just Justin Ross could be the wild card. Mm-hmm. I my, I th- I think last year, like we we picked him up as a UDFA, I think. And everyone's like, oh, you know, he's obviously dropped out the draft because really you know, he, he, he got his back done or whatever. Um, and he did some, you know, he, he kind of made some splashy plays in training camp. And I just wonder if he thought, do you know what? We're okay at wide receiver. He's not quite ready. We'll go and get him his surgery, whatever it was that he needed. We'll stick him on IR now so that some other team, you know, rather than wait till October or November, so that some other team doesn't come in and, and panic and nab him, knowing that that gives him a year to just sit, watch, learn, get properly healthy, come back. He he could be the wild card that no one's actually talking about. He ran up the did you see? Week, did you read? Did you read Seth Kaiser's piece on his Chief in the North about like this? Essentially, he wrote about the state of the wide receiver room and the reasons why it is what it is, and one of his number one reason for why. The wide receiver wide receiver room is what it is. His l- most likely outcome is the fact that the Chiefs are higher on their own players than we are, uh, and that kind of follows on from what you were saying about Ross there. Um, they can't and, and be it's possible. On him. They can't be. He's got, no, he's you got might to not be, be a bonus. He's got to be the bonus ball. Like no. he cannot be in the plan. No. If he and works sh- out, brilliant. He cannot be in A or B plan. No, and surely with his injuries, he can't. Be a spe- he's not going to play special teams, right? So that so. almost takes out like wide receiver five. That that like almost takes out the last receiver position away from him because that just generally feels like a Dave Tobe pick. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, you know that's yeah. that's kind of why someone like Marcus Kemp, you know, hangs about because he can play because he plays he's you know, be good teams. Squad, yeah. But no, I mean, and I, I think that I think fans would love it if Justin Ross was the guy. Like, He's got to do something think, in pre-season. He, he has to have a good pre-season, really. But if you go in five wide receivers on the roster, you've got Valdez Scantling, Skymore, Kadarius Tony. you've got your Dave Tobe special teams um, guy who, let's say that's Marcus Kemp, then you're only looking for one more guy because you're probably going to go with four tight ends again. I'm much stressed um, out. No, it's not enough, though, is it? It's not. It's just no, not. No, I'm mad stressed out about the reliability factor because if you're throwing Ross into this conversation, there's no, there's no reliability. If you throw Tony, you can't rely on Sky Moore. I guess was reliable, but didn't really play. And then MVS, whilst reliable on the pitch, was reliable to be in the availability on the pitch. He can go for like a hundred yards, or or can just stand on the side of the field like invisible. Yeah, I mean, a flip, a flip side, right? I hear I did some I did some maths, math. If you're um, that way inclined, <laughs> uh, and maybe this is is this is this what Brett was thinking? I'm not that not that we do money ball or whatever, but is he is he saying right? 
Kelsey twelve hundred yards. MVS moves up a up a gear eight hundred yards. Between Sky Moore and Kadarius Tory, you can probably get another thousand. Yep. Running backs six hundred well. yards. Graham Fortson six hundred yards. A rookie takes Sky Moore's, he gets three hundred yards, and all of a sudden yep. you've got four and a half thousand yards. Yep. And suddenly, you know, yeah, and that's just what the AFC would. Yeah. Graham Fortson. <laughs> That'd be yeah, three, Well, um, Gray got three or four hundred yards last Did year. Did he really? Fair play. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, didn't yeah. I see that coming? He, yeah, but he's his. He doesn't get many catches, but every catch he gets is for like eighteen yeah. yards. Um, he he was a consistent bet the over on uh, Gray each week, and yeah. Paddy Powers would have him about thirteen yards, and he'd get his like you said his one reception for eighteen. Thank you very much. Job but done. Thing is, <laughs> you, you, you do that without none of those numbers are massively wild, right? All of a sudden, four and a half thousand yards. Um, Moore, uh, you know, you've got you've got Fortson, Kelsey. Um, Tony as your as your red zone threats bring McKinnon back you've got him you know Pacheco with a full season you've got a running you've got a genuine red zone running back threat and then all of a sudden you're thinking well just piss the West again yeah. and if we can do that then we can take that you know everybody gets healthy healthy we can take that through the super, uh, the playoffs as well um no, and, no and the last the last 50 minutes and 33 seconds have been worrying for nothing I, I, I don't know <laughs> Noah Gray had 28 receptions on 34 targets for 299 yards. Yeah. See? At the risk yeah. of being reverse racist, I think... I... <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Stay with me. Stay with me. Because I'm going into really dodgy territory. Views have expressed on the... Uh... <laughs> you be careful with this one. Um, I was really confused at multiple times last year who was catching the ball between Kelsey Watson and Gray. Like, I was like, oh, yes, Kelsey. No, that was Watson. Oh, yes, Watson. No, that was Gray. Oh, it's just, I don't know. I, that, that's probably where Gray's kind of sneaky yards come in, because I think I thought Kelsey caught most of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've re-signed Blake Bell as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I got no sure idea. <laughs> Two receptions for 20 yards. Yeah. I think I got one. Yeah, no, I mean, like, perhaps, perhaps this guy's not falling in, and that's a lot of guys that we've got on the roster this year, and... I, I, don't, I don't know. But like <laughs> you were saying earlier about take kind of looking at pass catchers rather than wide receivers and taking a kind of more uh, global view of it. Like if you lined up Kelsey, Gray, um, Fortson, and you drafted Dalton Kincaid and you stuck four tight ends out there and Pacheco <laughs> as your running back... <laughs> Like, like yeah. you could legit throw to any four of those tight mm. ends if you wanted to, or you could just run the ball down their throat. Get, get, like, get me some 33 personnel. Pacheco, get get Mc... your 41 personnel. Well, there, but like... Get me Pacheco, McKinnon, and whoever other fifth or sixth round tight end um, running back running draft. Back. And then get me Kelsey, Gray, Kincaid, Washington, even go down to the Schoonermaker guy, Kuntz, that I, that I can't get over... You know, get rid of these guys. Grave. Exactly. All of a sudden, what like linebackers are just thinking, no, no, thank no, you. no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, like I say, maybe we galaxy brain this, and all of a sudden, like we talked, like last year they talked about this sort of reset year, and all of a sudden we've actually got the Chiefs mark, the Chiefs offense mark three. You know, like it's the year of the tight end. Yeah. Let's get heavy. Let's just get Rishi. Rice. I'm here for it. Yeah. I want Rishi Rice. Can we do the rice bit now? <laughs> yeah, let's do the rice. Yeah, so rice let's, let's yeah. So like Tomo, um, Neil Neil was was showing us his, his big board um, for the, the the live mock that we'll do in a, f- a few weeks' time. Uh, called Tomo Running Back Enthusiast, but he's he's very very excited about us getting some it's wide receivers this crush. year, and he has a it he is, has an early draft crush. It is the time um, of year where it's cool to say that you watch tape, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, it's like, I watch tape. I just like watching tape. I'm more of a tape guy than a stats guy. It's like, right, I don't watch tape. Don't care. What I do is find wide receivers, and then I watch two-minute condensed highlights of their last three years, right? <laughs> I don't want to see the three, four fumbles. I want to see the, All the four best, best catches, right? And then I convince myself that they're, that they're the answer. So I've landed on Zay Flowers and Rishi Rice. Hashtag analysis. Yes. And that is the I watch tape analysis. 
that's all I got. Ta- ta- that's all I've got. Uh, yeah, that's the whole this, thing. That is the this bit. is like I'm like you. I'm I'm slightly older than you, but I am very much sucked into the sort of social media thing. And like any more than two minutes, and I'm out on a video. Yeah. And if 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 you're an NFL prospect in the draft right now, and you can't fill a two-minute highlight reel, mm. I, I don't want you. Mate, two minutes is enough. If you could just, just reel, give me your best, a good reel will work. Just like, give me your best two minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, see, like we're all at the end of the day, we're all fans, and fans want to be excited and have fun. Mm-hmm. Get me a high, get me a high point catch over a over a cornerback fifty yards down the field. O- over a. A, 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 rock, a tackle yeah. winning a one-on-one with you know with some defensive massive defensive end anything. I don't want to see a tackle win 38 pass reps I want to see <laughs> Rishi Rice catch a contested pass once every three games <laughs> just, just not um, the right answer is it since we're on like it's the best answer players, I, I just have one other question right first round draft pick would you take a cornerback if one of the good ones fell I don't know. Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> but but I <but>, clever. <laughs> this is the problem. Like we're we're talking about, um, uh, you know, enjoying wide receivers high pointing catches, and for every high pointed catch, there's some poor cornerback cowering underneath it, getting absolutely mossed. It's um, <laughs> um, uh, if you get me Sauce Gardner, yes. Um, <laughs> I yeah, um, it's usually Josh don't know. But if if you put a if you put a first round corner opposite McDuffie and you've got Sneed in the slot that's a pretty bloody impressive secondary you're building there. I mean is, is, this, is this what we're going to do? Are we going, are we going to build an incredible defence? Oh we're a defensive team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I mean you, you go back to the wide receivers okay taking the even bigger universal picture you don't need to score 40 points a game if the opposition's only scoring 10. And then we just like we win like seventeen nine each week. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna add I'm gonna add to my Brett Veach Galaxy Brain thing. He watched that um, Chad Henney ninety eight yard drive that took about (laughs) eleven and a half minutes, and he thought, "I'm having me some of this. This is what we're doing next year. We're going to hold the ball. We're going to have the ball for four four drives, forty four minutes in the game." We're going to be 28, 28, points. 28 points. 27, because we'll miss an extra point. Well, I tell you what, we'll, we can, <laughs> we'll save some money, we'll ditch Butker, we'll let Patrick... We'll, 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 do you know what? Because Patrick Mahomes is a good guy, because he's a good guy, we'll let him flounce about on the two-point conversions and do something fancy. Him and Kelsey well, just, can, you know, just let, do something uh, fancy. Reed, just let Jaron Reed take the there extra points. There you go. You save some money. So we'll do two two-point conversions just to keep Patrick... Uh, happy. We'll do two um, place kicks, and Jaron Reed can get some sort of accelerating his contract to earn more money. Um, we'll ditch Butker. Uh, so that's you, a score thirty points a game. So you get, listen, if you get if you can get to thirty points every game, you're in the playoffs guaranteed. So yep, the Super Bowl. There's like seven seconds left against the Eagles. You've driven down, got a dodgy holding call. You're rolling out our safety to kick the game-winning <laughs> Super Bowl field goal to go ahead. Oh, you just yeah. To save people to save like three million dollars. It's the ultimate money ball. People people will speak about it. Yeah, they will. For years. Yeah, they will because they'll fucking miss it. Twenty yards to the left. <laughs> Okay. Uh, just just on the extra swap. points, oh, you just made idea. me think of something on the extra points, right? I was listening to uh, one of the athletic podcasts this morning, the GM one with uh, Randy Muller, oh, and they were talking about the XFL, and there's no extra points in the XFL, but you get to choose. You can either go for yeah. one point <laughs> from the two-yard line, <laughs> two points from the five, or three points from the ten. And I was thinking... That is genius. I would love the NFL to bring this in. Uh, I yeah. wouldn't, but you would just go for free, free attempts at the uh, from the ten, right? Because I'd like, go for that with Mahomes. Yeah, you go yeah. for that every single time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you get but yeah, one out of, one out of three, then you're 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 up. You, you basically quit. might yeah. as well yeah. not practice any other offense apart from like inside the ten offense because you're gonna need about twenty players a game from inside the twenty. To be fair, we were what ranked. 30th or something in red zone off in like <laughs> in like um, first and goal or whatever last year so I mean that perhaps isn't the best option for us but well that's probably because we never got to first and goal that often well, that because we just kept scoring yeah. from okay distance could you imagine the Titans going for three from the 10 yard line well just hand off to <laughs> Derrick Henry well, and hope no one well, stops him <laughs> we might just take the one from the one yard line and just hand it off to Derrick Henry every time I think yeah, funny. It'd make it a lot more fun. That's the. I mean, it would, the, yeah. yeah. I I loved the idea. I must say. Mm. It's just a bit mental for me. <laughs> the problem, the problem is that so many of the, like the NFL teams, like the Chargers, whatever, are all analytically driven, and they'll think of what's the what's the best thing to do, and then you'll just have like Andy Reid sitting in his office, just going. This is awesome. This is all I want. This is great fun, like having having fun drawing up plays where you've you've got the other coaches going. Oh shit! What do we need? Another first down. Christ Almighty! What we? Like we just we don't like. Yeah, we're already quitting. I'm I'm all for that. Just give me all the chaos. Like the oh the the other one. Brandon. You want chaos? Here was here was the other one, right? Instead of onside kicks, you can choose to take fourth and fifteen from your own twenty-five, and if you convert it you get to carry on from wherever you convert it from. But if you don't convert it, they get the ball from your 25. The ball, if yeah. you don't get it, they get the ball from your whatever, your yeah. 30. Yeah. thing is, you, you, and, and the assumption, like, because you can only, something like you're only able to do it when you're behind already, so something like that. But like, you're yeah. not, um, just get, a, again, get a good, de- we're a defensive team, get a good defence. You're going to stop them. If you stop them like one out of three and you make it, one out of three, then you're not up on point again. I don't know. I'm I, just I, imagining Brandon Staley just in the fetal position underneath the goalpost. <laughs> so far, because he just brain just cannot compute what analytically the right thing to do, and his calculator. It's was, a shame Hackett's still his not in Denver. Yeah, just that would exploded. Have been yeah, with, like, with his with his Microsoft tablet smoking in front of him, going. <laughs> We just don't have, we don't we don't have enough don't have enough power to, yeah. to to work this out. I think Staley is a robot. I genuinely think he's a robot. I think he's got one of them flaps at the back of his head that like behind his cap, and you just pull it down, and they have to reset it after every game because he just overheats occasionally. It just can't work out. They just programmed him wrong, and he just oh, cannot so work if... out. Right, hang on. Let's just turn the dial down on his aggressiveness yep. this week. Oh no, that was too far. Let's turn it back up again. Okay, he's going for fourth and six. Shit, let's adjust that back down. <laughs> I mean, every, every good podcast should end, with, should end on some charger shit. But like, I just like year one with Staley, I thought I, I like it. Like he's doing the right thing, and then it comes down to execution that's wrong. It's not his. It's not mm-hmm. his fault that, that the guys aren't getting it right. But then yep. when it happens over and over again, you're like, ah, do you know what? There's a common denominator here. And then there's also a common denominator in the. Either, either one, both these things cannot be true at the same time. Staley cannot be a good coach, and Joe Burrow cannot be an otherworldly talent. And it's fairly well established that Joe Burrow is a pretty good quarterback. Therefore, the other thing must be wrong. <laughs> and yet, they, they, they've instead of getting rid of Staley, who's the one making all the weird decisions, they've got rid of all the coordinators. And, and the coordinators they literally going... paid everybody as well. Yeah, but the, but the coordinators... Well, like... they restructured yeah. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Khalil Mack and yeah. Joey Bowser, I think. Between all those players, how many how many touchdowns were there last year? Yeah, not many. Not very many. And yet all, many all, of, all of their touchdowns has requested a trade. <laughs> Austin Eckler, they ain't paying him ten oh, million a year or whatever. And they're also he wants. like he's really, he's really fucking good. Dumbasses. Like the coordinator, <laughs> the coordinator that got sacked. He's like, well, of course I couldn't get anywhere because you gave me twenty-seven fourth and sixes mm. to fix last year. I can't. I, I don't have that many plays in my book. It's not my fault. They're already twenty-six million over the cap next season. No, the chart like. 
I know that there's a fairly good chance that not very many NFL talking heads are listening to us right now. But if you are, for the love of God, I don't care how far on the slide your career might be. I don't care that you want Skip Bayless's job. I don't care that you need to make a splash. Picking the Chargers to win the division is not the way to do it. No, Law of averages, you've got to be right at some stage. Yes, and Patrick Mahomes will retire at some stage. Yes. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, do just, it in 10 years' time. Just they're, they're snake bitten and Staley, Staley holds him back. Anyway, it's got to, it's got to the point where Cameron. calling Gareth Southgate Brandon Staley is actually now a slur on, <laughs> on Southgate. Southgate, not Staley. <laughs> and that is saying something. They've got Callum Moore now, though, so they won't call a run play either, apparently. So well, they don't need a run play because yeah. the running back wants out of town. So. <laughs> He's fucked up. He's like Callum Moore's going, going, well, that's me done. <laughs> anyway, right. That's that's an hour. Let's wrap we this digress. up. Uh, we need a wide receiver. Any, any more? Any more for any more? Another hour is gone, no. and we still need <laughs> no, a wide that, receiver. That was way longer than I thought yeah. it was going to so be. It's, it's, it's near eleven o'clock at night. Tomo is away to watch Rashi Rice highlights. Yes. Um, <laughs> in bed. Zane yeah, Flowers well. has taken a right, right beat in this week. I'm telling you because. If the draft was last week, it would have been Zay Flowers, but this week, we're talking Rishi Rice. And you can still draft your tackle in the first. Nah, we're going to go... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Is he going to get him? That's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast. Yeah, that's we'll, it, that's we'll, next we'll, week. We'll do it next week. Right. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Do the rate, review, subscribe thing. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell people you don't like. Don't really care. Just tell everyone. Um... <laughs> And we will we'll catch up again. So uh, we'll catch up again soon.